Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Credited to Madame Comtesse Dalnoy. Madame Dalnoy's tales were designed to entertain literary salon attendees for hours, so they tended to be long, complicated, and political. She could not openly criticize the regime of Louis XIV or the way aristocratic women were entrapped within it, but she could tell her fairy tales, as in this one. a king who had three sons, who were all so clever and brave that he began to be afraid that they would want to reign over the kingdom before he was dead. Now the king, though he felt that he was growing old, did not at all wish to give up the government of his kingdom while he could still manage it very well. So he thought 
the best way to live in peace would be to divert the minds of his sons by promises which he could always get out of when the time came for keeping them. So he sent for them all and, after speaking to them kindly, he added, You will quite agree with me, my dear children, that my great age makes it impossible for me to look after my affairs of state as carefully as I once did. I begin to fear that this may affect the welfare of my subjects. Therefore, I wish that one of you should succeed to my crown. But in return for such a gift as this, it is only right that you should do something for me. Now, as I think of retiring into the country, it seems to me that a pretty, lively, faithful little dog would be very good company for me. So, without any regard for your ages, I promise that the one who brings me the most beautiful little dog shall succeed me at once. The three princes were greatly surprised by their father's sudden fancy for a little dog, but as it gave the two younger ones a chance they would not otherwise have had of being king, and as the eldest was too polite to make any objection, they accepted the commission with pleasure. They bade farewell to the king, who gave them presents of silver and precious stones, and appointed to meet them at the same hour, in the same place, after a year had passed, to see the little dogs they had brought for him. Then they went together to a castle, which was about a league from the city, accompanied by all their particular friends, to whom they gave a grand banquet, and the three brothers promised to be friends always, to share whatever good fortune befell them, and not to be parted by any envy or jealousy. And so they set out, agreeing to meet at the same castle at the appointed time to present themselves before the king together. Each one took a different road, and the two eldest met with many adventures but it is about the youngest that you are going to hear. He was young and gay and handsome and knew everything that a prince ought to know. And as for his courage, there was simply...